0: Live and local from the county town, online, on the app, and on your smart speaker. This is Tone FM, and you're listening to the Meditation Show with Andy Sprague. Those of you that uh, usually tune into the show, We're going to have a bit of a show with a difference because I've got a guest on this evening and it's a very special guest. First of all, let me tell you a little bit about his background. He is the winner of MBS Writer of the Year Award 2020, Kindred Spirit Magazine, and one of the, the 100 most spiritually influential living people on the 2020 list in Watkins Magazine, made number 50 in that list. He's the author of 35 books translated into 15 languages, including a top six Amazon surprise bestseller and Daily Telegraph book of the year. He has been exploring spirituality since a spontaneous awakening when he was just 12 years old. A phenomenal man. Let me introduce you to Tim Freak. Tim, it's wonderful to have you on the show. Welcome thank you for inviting me (laughs) I guess we should probably start with that that 12 year old experience what was happening there what how would you describe that what went on
1: Uh, well I grew up I'm a local Somerset boy and I grew up in Yeovil um, which is obviously not far from Taunton and uh, as a young boy life always felt deeply mysterious to me Andy always and it kind of culminated in this day when I was twelve, sitting on Summerhouse Hill, which at that time I think still overlooked the old town station, which is gone now. Um, and I, as I remember, I was just looking at the, how mysterious it all was and thinking, you know, like all the adults seemed lost in what what was a sort of coma, just like no one seemed to notice, no one mentioned that this incredible thing was happening, and everyone was going on as if it was nothing. Um, and something happened, that's the way it really was. Something happened, and I think of it now as my first deep awake experience, and it was a, quite a major shift for me when I was 12. Um, and the biggest thing I noticed at that time was the whole universe was pulsating with love. It's like, wow, what, what's happening? And I remember crying and just thinking, what the hell? And this sense of communion, I would say now. Um, I had none of those words. I, the love, but I didn't have the other words um, and, and just realized
0: that something very significant had happened. Yeah, that's incredible. So thinking back to that time, was there anything going on in your life that kind of put you into the place where you were receptive to it, do you think? I've thought about that a lot. And I, I, I
1: think the mystery, I think just the only thing that was happening was a my focus was was increasingly on what is happening to me right what's it significant what should i do with it i guess coming into adolescence then it was uh, what am i what is this and what should i do with it yeah which always seems to me the key question that that none of us can avoid we can avoid a lot of questions philosophical mm. questions but you can't avoid that one
0: so that kind of kicked off your spiritual life if you like who would you say are your major influences since then that have, have come into your life and and uh, Perhaps changed your thinking or modified it. There's been lots of teachers. You know, I had any guru for a while, and I
1: left. That was a bit of a cult. Um, <laughs> I've had lots and lots of teachers in lots of lots of traditions. Um, most of whom I now disagree with, um, but I still respect them immensely for what they taught me. Uh, Ramdas was a big figure for me um, in my twenties, yeah. uh, for instance. But the honest truth is, Andy, that the person who was my real teacher and I didn't realize this until later in my life, was my mum, my mother. Uh, okay. Uh, she was the one because she wasn't spiritual, really. Um, she wasn't philosophical. She read, she would read, you know, she, she was smart and she'd, she'd read philosophy books if they were written by me but not by anyone else. And, uh, but what she had was this incredible love and everyone felt it. Immense positivity and uh, this enormous love. And it just rubbed off on everyone. And and there was something special about her presence. And one day it dawned on me that I was rushing around the world looking for all these gurus and teachers and people with funny names. And the person who could teach me what I was really looking for was right next door to me. Mm.
0: And that changed my focus. I have a similar mom, actually. She's very similar. Yeah, Yeah. the easiest way to wind her up is to say to her, Mom, you make a damn good Buddhist. You know that?
1: Yeah. Well, (laughs) I sat her down in her 80s. And said to her, "You know, tell me your secret. What is it you're doing?" I don't know what you mean. And I said, "No, no, come on, please. What are you doing? Everyone feels it. That's Mm -hmm. lovely. What, what is it?" And she did think for a while, and then she said to me, "Well, I don't know. I think what it is is when I feel a bit down, I look around for someone to help, Mm. and then I feel okay."
0: Oh, okay. Thank you.
1: Got it. That's lovely. I've I've got the message.
0: So your spiritual tradition. Uh, does it have a name?
1: It does now because I have I've I've had to form form something of my own because I haven't been able to find a home and I think that's part of the the age which we live in. For me, I feel very blessed to be born into this period where I could read all the the scriptures of the world. I've written all those books you mentioned on all of these different traditions, from shamanism and alchemy right the way through to Buddhism, lots of Buddhism, all sorts. Yeah. And my feeling is that. What we needed it was a new approach that what struck me, Andy, was that the people I really admired were people who'd reinvented their traditions, which in those days is whatever you were born into, for new times. Mm. And so my for the last twenty years, my mission has been, okay, Tim, what can you contribute towards a new spirituality for our times? And part of that is to take an eclectic view, take the best from wherever, and then fo- and especially also how can it, can it can it come together with with our scientific understanding. And so my philosophy that I'm developing is called univigilism And the idea there is that we are evolving in from individuals into individuals, Lovely. Where an
0: individual is an individual conscious of unity with the universe. Well, we're going to dig, dig into this a little bit more in a minute, but uh, let's have some music first. Okay, so welcome back. It's Andy Sprague on The Meditation Show and I'm chatting with Tim Freak. And we're going to dig in now into uh, this this spirituality that Tim is developing, individualism. This sounds fascinating, Tim. Um, Maybe give us some background on what its sort of major beliefs, understandings are, practices, etc.,
1: yeah, well, the underlying um, philosophy is based on a very simple idea, which I find very attractive, which is can we understand, first of all, can we bring all of our understanding together? So, what people mean by spiritual, these days, I think what we really mean is that, that sense that there's something more going on here than our socio biological existence.
2: Mm.
1: but profound sense of something significant happening here. Yeah. And I, I think that's definitely right. So, what I. I'm setting out to do is to bring together that, those great spiritual insights with our scientific insights. And I think the key to do it philosophically is the understanding that we live in, that the universe is a process and it's a process of evolution. Mm. And can we see everything as one process? You'll like this because you're kind of Buddhist. <laughs> uh, the, that the, the, there's a formless essence, which I call being, which is being informed and is forming everything and that therefore uh, the spiritual aspect of reality is, is an extension of the biological and physical aspects of reality lovely. not separate from it
0: lovely and it, it, you mentioned science there but science is certainly starting to to imply that that's, that exists in our physical world as well doesn't it you know the world of quantum physics is so weird and they're starting to to describe how conscious entity actually affects physical processes at that level it's just... i'm not
1: sure about that actually andy i am not absolutely convinced that's right i think that might be a spiritual angle on quantum physics oh, okay which is not necessarily <laughs> justified right um i think quantum physics is fascinating though because what it's done is it's it's shown us that at its base we need to understand the universe's information yeah and and that it's not material at mm. its root and uh, and obviously it is material, look around you. But then, if you look at your psyche, psyche is the Greek word for soul. If you look at your soul, you're experiencing it now. Sure. This is where sure. you're hearing meaning. It's not material, is it, either? So, no, we've no. gone from something immaterial through materiality and biology to the psyche. Lovely. Which is this, this whole domain, which is yeah. immaterial.
0: And in terms of individualism itself, do you have uh, practices? Do you have ways to develop your spirituality?
1: Yeah. So, um, I'm really uh, keen on developing very simple ways you can shift your uh, state because obviously what happened to me from when I was 12 and ever since, you know, on and off and more and more, was this shift into m- what I would call more emergent states and what I mean by more emergent is just nearer the leading edge of evolution for Tim. So what happened, I think, when he was 12 was he shot forward in his mm. state to a more emergent state. The most, So I, I do all sorts of um, explorations, meditations, you could call them. But my favorite, Andy, which I've, I kind of discovered by accident for me 20 years ago, and I've done it all around the world now with hundreds, thousands of people, is connection. And, the, and I do that in various forms, but my favorite form is gazing. So we've just had a retreat here. I hold retreats now in my house in Glastonbury. Um, and we get together, there was 20-something of us of a new year this one and where it will lead to after everyone's relaxed and we've done a few practices and everyone's got over their whatever and we could just be friends together and, and, and have a sort of relaxed authenticity um it will lead up to a magical event where i use a lot of music and it's a very beautiful space but basically what you'll do is you'll look in somebody's eyes
0: yeah and so we have a meditation in Buddhism exactly like this.
1: Yeah, it's, it's ubiquitous. And and yeah. so you, you will look into somebody's eyes, and my whole thing really is, can see, you're, you're looking, you see a face, that's mm-hmm. beautiful. Then you can realize, oh, look, the thing I'm connecting with, I can't see. Yeah. Because you can't see the psyche, the soul, but you know it's there. You're connecting soul to soul. And then there's a moment when you can drop into, oh, it's, it's the one thing looking at itself. yeah. And so what I'll do with people is we'll do that for some minutes and then you'll move and then there's another one and then you'll move and then there's another one and then you'll move and then there's another. We've just released a beautiful film on YouTube actually showing people doing this. And by the time you've met everyone, every single person is in that big love. Mm. You're just completely overwhelmed by this sense of connection, of communion, of being one with each other. And uh, it blows me away. And I've done it with so many people in so many different cultures in Mexico. It is is a beautiful practice. And it always works.
0: It's just extraordinary. For the benefit of the listener, actually, uh, it's probably sitting there thinking, I'm not sure I could let anyone uh, just look at me. (laughs) And you you do see that go on, don't you? You you get people who, first of all, feel very nervous and perhaps there's a bit of giggling. Um, And then you get this switch, this moment where... It's almost like a beautiful permission where they just accept that the other person is looking at them. And it's that moment, I think, where you really get that, that lovely level of connection, actually.
1: You're just right. And although I have noticed, Andy, over the decade now, two decades, that there people are much more ready. Mm. It astonishes me. When I used to do it, people was a lot very nervous. Oh, that sounds weird, yep. and um you know, embarrassing and funny. And there's a bit of that, but not much.
0: Yeah. Not
1: much. Mostly, it's like okay, let's try it. And you know, guys with guys, and all of that used That's to be right. an issue. Yeah, anymore. Yeah. And, and what happens? in you know, old and young. I have all sorts, and so so people are connecting with people unlike them. Mm. And actually, my favourite thing is when people, at the end, go oh my god everyone's so beautiful (laughs) and at some moment they realize that other people are looking at them and going you're so beautiful and it's a tangible real experience and it's so endorsing
0: of the individual which is very important to me beautiful well listen we're going to play some uh, some music now we'll be right back and uh, yeah dig into a bit more of this it's amazing Show with Andy Sprague, and I'm here chatting with Tim Freak. We're talking about individualism, and we're going to dig in a bit more. There's a, a question that just struck me actually while we were listening to that music, Tim. Um, can you be, say, a Christian and practice individualism? Can you maintain your existing spiritual traditions, do you think? Uh, and come to it? Uh, I, I'm no,
1: <laughs> in a sense. I'm not really, um, I'm, I've kind of moved on. That was 20 years ago I was interested in something which is general and all inclusive and that kind of bring out the perennial philosophy. And, and I love that. And if people want to do that, that's great. And there's lots of attempts to go, you can be whatever you are and just add this on top. And my feeling is I'm not interested in that myself. I'm interested in how can we get closest to the truth? And how can we combine whatever truths there are in different traditions to find something which is real? Mm. Uh, I'm not looking for some sort of cross-cultural melee. Um, So, you know, people do whatever they do, and and it's not the sort of thing you join. It's not like a church. Um, But it's more about a name for a philosophy. So it's a name for a way of understanding this. Mm. So what is spiritual awakening, for instance, actually? What is the psyche or soul? Uh, What happens at death? How can we answer these questions in 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 real ways? And how can we shift our state so that we can check out the reality of our ideas? So it's not just some sort of blind belief or something. Yes, that's 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 where where my attention is now.
0: So the essence of the soul and the awakening. Can you give us a a little bit of insight into um,
1: the the awakening? I think I can maybe say most quickly in that. In that, because we've touched on it already, which is, I said earlier, the, the underlying um, philosophical, metaphysical, if you like, idea is that this is one process of evolution, which has got us literally, I mean, it blows my mind, from a universe which was nearly totally hydrogen, a gas, yeah. has evolved into you and me having a conversation. That's mm. the vision. It's like, wow. Okay, hydrogen got it together to go, what is the universe? That's amazing. Yeah. So that's that's the vision that science gives us. That's mm-hmm. that's phenomenal. So what is the, the ground of that? That's the, 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 that is being informed. And as I said, I call it being. It's it's formless, it's time less. Um and it's like everything is that's the ocean, and everything is a ripple on the ocean. Um so that I think what happening when what happened for me probably in in part. When I was twelve, and then since, is you shift your attention to that timeless, formless quality that's in everything. It's what the in the Zen tradition it may be called the isness or the suchness, and mm-hmm. so forth. As I'm sure you you are aware. So, so I think that's one of the things that's happening. But I think there's lots of things happening actually, because I think it's a complex universe. Um, but that's one of the key ones. And I think what the the love is because love is our reaction to something, uh, one of the many reactions we have. Um, and that that sense of connection and communion, we feel love. So I love my wife, I love my daughter, I feel connected to them. Uh, and then suddenly you're connected to everyone
2: mm.
1: and everything. And yep. that love becomes a universal benevolence, a, a, an enormous quality that that holds everything within it. And that, I think, is the most uh, important
0: experience we can have. So we've had some tough times lately, haven't we? we <laughs> it's have. probably an understatement. You know? uh, the pandemic and the Ukraine crisis and things like this, financial mm. crises. Uh, what's your uh, following like at the moment? Is it picking up because of this, do you think? Well, I'm
1: you know, my um, nature, Andy, is to, you know, why I do this. Is to follow my own. Is to work out my own relationship with the universe. I Mm. think we're all working out our own relationship with the universe. Um, So I keep changing. Yeah, and I keep going. Oh, I was wrong. So, uh, so I, I, you know, a lot of my books, I would go back and go, No, I wasn't right. Mm. I think of it this way, this way now. So my attention really hasn't been much on developing my relationship with the world in that way. Um, uh, I'm very lucky, though. But I get, a, I, I can do it. I can get, a, I can manage to do this. Yeah. So the, um, the so I don't really notice
0: much difference with any of that, to yeah. be honest with you. So the practice itself is your teacher, and the fact that you have people coming to you gives you an opportunity to do that practice, essentially.
1: Yeah, in a way, and and I mean, and I'm always a sharer. I mean, very interesting. You know, when I was twelve, I came down from that, and I wrote immediately. I still have it. I wrote about from that experience, and. So that's kind of part of what it is to be a Tim, and, <laughs> uh, and I just love sharing it. And all through my life, you know, people have been having these experiences around me, not because I'm special in any way, but just because that's where my attention is, mm. and, or that's where it tends to go. And so, bang, this, you, you, you can step into these states quite easily. So, uh, you know, I love, so most of my, my life is spelt, spent on my own, actually. Um, developing the philosophy
0: yeah
1: uh, I'm working on a big project right now which'll I'll probably give it away I'll probably just put it on the internet sure because um, I want it to get out there and do some good okay um, and apart from that then I the retreats at my at my and online I have an online community now which is lovely right so I have this this lovely little group of, of uh, explorers who we get together every Sunday uh, in the evening and we'll talk philosophy or we'll do practices and it's a it, the, the deal is, I'm probably going to share this philosophy with you, but I may change my mind mm. and I may not say it as well as I might do. So you've got to be <laughs> patient with me. But actually people love that because they're engaged and involved. And, Definitely. And it helps me to develop the ideas.
0: Well, listen, people are going to want to reach out to you because because I can feel the love and the energy coming off This Zoom link at the moment uh, is marvellous, isn't it? Uh, So if I can feel it, certainly the listeners out there are going to want to reach out and find out about this. Um, How do they do that? How do they find you? Uh,
1: The best way is my website, timfreak.com. It's a funny name. It's a West Country name, though, and it is spelled F-R-E-K-E and also uh, social media, YouTube, lots and lots on YouTube. Right.
0: Lovely. Lovely. So we're going to have some music and then uh, would you like to lead a meditation for us?
1: Yes, I would. Um, and I'm going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, <clears throat> if you're, if you're okay with this, Andy, is to um, kind of lead an exploration today, mm. um, which I will be sharing some ideas as well as we go through. Um, Absolutely. If you yes. had longer, I would have shared all those first. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm going to just drop in some things to meditate on, mm-hmm. things to also to contemplate. Beautiful. Um, and just, and I'll share with what happens to me when I do these things as we go through, and then I'll invite people to um,
0: see what happens to them. Perfect. Looking forward to it. We'll be right back. <laughs>
3: Father, I feel you under my feet. Father,
1: Close your eyes and be comfortable. And and just notice how your state changes just by closing your eyes. I always notice that. I want to invite you to do something very simple that I'm sure you've done before, which is to take your attention and place it on the feeling of breathing. attention to anything, you start processing that in high definition, as it were. So you probably weren't even thinking about your breath before and then you paid attention and suddenly it comes into high definition. Really enter the sensuality and process your breath in high definition. And as I'm doing that, sitting here, what I notice is the immense pleasure, actually. It feels really good, just to breathe. See how it is for you. You may find yourself distracted by other things around you or your thoughts. Don't worry about that too much. But if you pay attention to anything else, you'll process that in high definition. So... I'm inviting you to experiment, experiment with Maintaining and going deeper into processing just one thing in high definition. Let it consume your attention. That one thing for now is the breath. What happens if you connect with it so profoundly that there's a shift from connecting with your breath to communing with the air? So that you're one with it. Explore that communion in a different way. Shift your attention now and and be conscious of your body sitting where you're sitting. And that knowledge that you exist as a body. Your being you are being. And then be conscious of the room around you and that everything is being the chair is being the air is being the floor the earth Just as you are being. And I invite you... to experiment with... seeing everything like waves on one ocean of being. Including... You and me. as I do that, I sense my individuality, but also my universality. That I am the whole universe meeting itself as this particular individual. And I invite you to experiment with... Being that. that great oneness arising as you, meeting itself in all these other forms, and as I sink into that communion there's a feeling in response and that feeling of communion is is love and I am intimately connected with everything and everyone. If you're finding that feeling, I invite you to process that in high definition, to put your attention on that love that holds it all together in all of its beautiful variety. journey today I want you to take your attention into the psyche or soul that place of dreams and meaning thinking that immaterial realm of the soul. Withdraw your attention from the world of the senses, just for a while, beautiful as the senses are, and with your attention, seek for the Deepest or most emergent aspect of the soul. And as I do that with you here feels always to me like I'm touching something greater than I am, and utterly benevolent. Something which in some traditions is called God, or Buddha nature, or Tao, I'd like to invite you to experiment with processing that in high definition. Really paying attention. And let your attention dissolve into it. Let go into it. going to do that now and I invite you to do it with me. Here we go. and then bring your attention back right back into your body into that feeling of sensation and give yourself a little wriggle and as I'm landing I'm just feeling how precious it is to be alive and to have our own unique individual relationship with the universe and to make this beautiful crazy bittersweet journey together
0: i hope you've enjoyed that little exploration tim thank you so much i am still here just about (laughs) that was beautiful really beautiful meditation and it's been absolutely wonderful to meet you you are a wonderful man and uh, I'm sure the listeners will have got a great deal out of that. They'll probably be reaching out to you. So uh, thank you very much. And I'll, I'll keep in touch too. Uh, it be good to uh, chat do. more. Yeah. Taunton's 107.8 Tone FM, The Meditation Show with Andy Sprague speaking with Tim Freak. Take care, everyone. Have a lovely week. Look after yourselves and I'll be back soon.